Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today, we have Cassie J with us, who is a singer and songwriter. And I literally have been listening to rituals on repeat, um, especially in the mornings. It's like one of my favorite songs to wake up to. So I'm excited to get your name out and have people, you know, on Spotify clicking around and definitely looking you up and adding you to their favorite playlist. Awesome. Thanks, girl. Yeah. So I really just want to jump into it. So obviously you're a singer songwriter and I was curious, like, who was the first person to encourage you to explore singing and creative writing and putting your music out there? Because I think it takes a lot of confidence. Actually, I know it does to actually submit, you know, your music to Spotify and, you know, push publish. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. There's also a lot of work that goes into it too. So, um, I definitely agree with you there. Um, for me, it was 100% my mom who has kind of always been that like emblem of, um, encouragement. Um, she was a singer songwriter and I'm one of those weird people who like knew since they were like three, what they wanted to do with their lives. And, um, I think, because it was music, it always just kind of was that, oh yeah, this is what I do. This is what I do next. <laughs> yeah, it's just a part of your identity. Yeah, strangely. And I mean, I there's so many uber famous people like Beyonce, the Williams sisters, Ryan Seacrest, and um, just so many more, but they all say like at three, they knew who they were going to be and like what their goals were. They're like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be on that stage. So did you have... Do you have a story like that that you remember, like in a talent show or just in the living room dancing and singing for your family that you were like, yeah, this is me? Yeah, um, totally. I was, I think I was six and um, like obviously before that I sang and my mom's been singing my whole life, but I was in the living room and my mom always had her friends over. My mom was quite the life of the party and um one night she had said, you know, Cass, go in the center of the living room and sing for everybody. Show them the song you're practicing. And I like turned my track on from my, I think at the time it was like, uh, Hillary Duff. Yeah. <laughs> turned my Hillary Duff like track on and I'm singing, you know, that like, let the rain fall down. Oh yeah. Good song. <laughs> But like, I turn the track off and I start singing acapella. And I, I remember looking at these adults' faces and I was like, I have a superpower. Ooh. And yeah, I guess it was that moment when I was like, I have a superpower. Right. <laughs> it took a long time for me to, you know, figure out what that superpower really was. But um, yeah, I, I think singing definitely helped me start to figure that out. When did you, like, what year in school or age were you when you were like, I'm going to turn this into a career and not just have it be a passion? Um, I was in the uh, first day of my 11th grade when I was on the bus to school, did my whole first day, called my mom at the end of the day, and I was like, mom, 
uh, I love you, but um, I need to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I need to save money. So I'm going to drop out. I'm going to get three jobs and I'm going to take this internship I was offered and go on tour when I have enough money. So I spent the next, like that next year saving up and the following year I left and I went on tour and I never looked back. Wow. So when you went on tour, was it through Hawaii or did you come to the mainland? Tell me a little bit about that. I came to the mainland. Um, I actually toured with a, at the time I was um, really into my faith and I met a Christian artist who brought me under her wing and I toured across the U.S. actually with her um, for her album called God Love. Her name's Joanna Beasley, and um, she actually just became one of my best friends, which is incredible, like, to this day. Um, But, yeah, that was my first experience, like, being out on the road and and learning about what the heck music. Yeah. What was an obstacle that you found to be something that you never even thought of when you were out on the road? Were you like, oh, I miss home? Or were you like, I've got this? Um. I think later on in my own independent, like, tour traveling, um, an obstacle that I really found was um, navigating my energy levels. Mm. Uh, Because when you're your own CEO, CFO, (laughs) strategist, tour... You're telling... You're preaching to the choir over here. I know. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Learning those things um, was really vital but didn't come immediately it took a lot of time and it took a lot of mentors in my life to like help me gain the tools to be able to give myself the rest to even handle doing that kind of a thing. yeah so did you ask for help like you mentioned mentors and that's all we're about at girl powerful is mentoring each other and sharing tools like you said everyone like sometimes when there's competition I think people want to like hold their tools close so other people can't catch up but that's definitely not the way to go. Abundance is real and there's so much, you know, space for everyone to grow and be them, their best selves. What were your mentors like encouraging you to do and sharing their tips of the trade with the energy suck? Cause it's, it's true. It's like, you can't work 24 hours a day, 365. It's just, that's burnout. You're going to, it's just not, you know, realistic. So I'm curious what they shared with you and what you really took away from those conversations. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've had, I've been so blessed to have quite a few mentors, um, in my, you know, I guess last like eight years, uh, nine years of doing this. Um, but they've all been people that are, um, like not just like musicians. Like I've had people that were like, um, like business CFOs and like, um, different like yogi people and things like that um but in the beginning like that artist was a huge huge like like learning experience for me Joanna Beasley and then I also um came under the wing of a woman named Dara McLean and um she's also a Christian artist and I just feel like the biggest things that both artists showed me was like really paying attention to self-growth and really paying attention to things like outside of just music, because like you were saying earlier, like music became my identity, which comes as yeah. a double-edged sword because 
that's not my identity. It is a big part of who I am, but it is not the core of who I am. Mm, I love that. So that probably goes into a little bit about how your creative process. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is you're going to share your three tips for songwriting. And obviously, like when I looked through a couple of your notes, I realized a lot of your tips could be for any, for any business, for any model anyone needs. So I'm curious to see, yeah, what you have to share with us today. So what's your first tip on being creative and especially for you for songwriting? Um, well, I think, um, I can do them in like in order of how I listed it, but, um, for me, quite honestly, um, really especially because my album's coming out in the next couple of months um something that I really had to begin to accept was was understanding the narrative of the life that I live and and this concept's a little bit interesting because and I, forgive me if this is like too dynamic just to talk about I'm gonna try to simplify it oh go but like like as an artist, um, like if you're stepping into artistry, if you're stepping into like whatever your business is, like understanding who you are, but more importantly, who you think you are, mm. is going to actually be the groundwork and the quote brand of how everything ends up coming out in the end anyways. And so like my mom actually passed in 2019 and when that happened, um, she did pass of uh, liver failure due to alcoholism. And in my family, there's just been like my whole upbringing, like my father went to prison for very similar things. And mm-hmm. my brother, you know, had a lot of issues with um, narcotics. And that's really just was really woven into my story. Uh, not me particularly, but kind mm-hmm. of kind of experiencing it. And that was really something that... Um, I feel like I was dealing with, but not in the forefront because for the last, however many years I was chasing my dreams, chasing my dreams, chasing my dreams, putting off my issues like a lot and putting off truths that I really had to sit with. And, um, I needed to heal. And I, I, I I just, when I became in my songwriting, I was like, okay, I'm in the middle of the pandemic. My mom just died. Like I'm stuck in a room with my dad who I said, I'd never like, you know, move home to, or not a room, but a house with my family. And I'm dealing with all these things head first. And, you know, the only thing I had was my guitar and I just started writing all my feelings, all my things. And at this point I'll go into B um, because obviously like I I have been in the industry for a while. I do know how to write songs. Like, but one thing that definitely did help me write songs and that does help me write songs is to make sure that even with my thoughts, like throughout the day, if I'm, if just something comes to mind, I'm running, I'm walking and like, I hear something, I'll turn my voice memo on and I'll just record it. doesn't even matter if I have a memo, I'll record anything. And then at the end of each week, like a tangible tool um, I've used is to like set an appointment with myself and go through all my writing and like really organize, Hey, this is actually something I could see using. Mm -hmm. And so um, when it came to my album, it was like, after a certain amount of months, I was like, Oh my gosh, I have an album. Like to see an album. Like, do I really want to pursue this? Cause this is my story. This is a, this is really vulnerable. But I decided, you know, why not? Like, why not just 
why not just do it this way? That's so interesting. And I, I've seen, I've seen it in the flesh. Like a month ago, we had a girl powerful self-care summit and we had a songwriter, Lana Love, come on and write a song with the girls. And she kind of uses your process, or I'm sure it's similar to anyone that's trying to write songs that are meaningful and have, you know, feeling behind them. But it all came about like all the lyrics the girls put together that morning was like, what are you feeling? You know? And it was all about like, I feel okay. Or I feel isolated or I don't want to go to school. And like, that's very like, you know, elementary stuff, but when the, when Lana, the creator wrote, like played on the piano and put all other like lines together, it truly was a song. You know, like I think people overthink being creative and it really just comes from your gut and your heart and like what you want to do with the end result is like, you know, is different, but like, and you want to make an album, some people just probably just need to get those thoughts out of their body so they don't fester and like become, you know, wounds or turn into a cancer or something. Right. So you are healing by sharing all your stories and it's very brave and admirable. So thank you for sharing what's going on in your world through your music and just here right now. Thanks. Yeah. I really appreciated that you said that earlier about rituals because, um, that's, that is like the heart of like why I even make music is cause I'm like, I want people to wake up and have something that like, I was listening to it before the song came out every morning, like on my ride to go surf. Like, like hey, would I listen to this? And it does like, if there's like, you know, stuff we're making that, and, and it came from a very simple, like it came from me having, being addicted to drinking coffee every morning <laughs> and taking baths every night. Cause some shaman told me to, and it actually began to like transform my life. These small things, just mm-hmm. like those girls that you were referencing, like with that uh, songwriter, you said simple things, like they were writing simple things and like drinking coffee and, you know, <laughs> taking a bath or simple things. But if you just trust the process of your simple thoughts and your gut feeling, your truths, you can make music out of that. You can make writing out of that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of, I wanted to be very simple with how I created this album, um, but it turned out to be very dynamic. Uh, yeah. Body of work. People resonate, you know, with the simplicity and the beauty of life. Like sometimes artists like go way to like, and sure, that's their own like journey but sometimes they take it too far they try too hard to shock people and I think sometimes you just want like something light that you resonate with like some of your songs you know I appreciate that yeah I saved a little bit of the depth here still oh I'm sure on the album like now I know some of the background there's gonna be some you know heavier felt things but we all have pain and we all have family members that you know just we all have each other's stuff right yeah. I'm curious, like growing up in Kauai, like, and you mentioned, you know, surfing in the morning, did you feel different than other girls because you were, you know, more of a creative and you weren't like trying to be a pro surfer, just like in that community, it's such a big part of everyone's life. I, I'm curious since you had like a deeper thing going on, if you felt different. No one has a business like yours, with all its strengths and challenges. To succeed, you need a hiring partner that adapts to your needs. You need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. 
One of the things I love most about Indeed is that they do all of the hard work for you. When you pay to post a job, Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately. So after you post, you can hire faster. To all of our entrepreneur friends, you can start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit. To update your job, post at Indeed.com slash girlpowerful. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash girlpowerful. Terms and conditions apply. Paper qualified applicant not available for all users. Do you need to hire? Then you need Indeed. I'm curious, like growing up in Kauai, like, and you mentioned, you know, surfing in the morning, did you feel different than other girls because you were, you know, more of a creative and you weren't like trying to be a pro surfer, just like in that community, it's such a big part of everyone's life. I'm curious since you had like a deeper thing going on, if you felt different. Oh, I always feel different. Yeah, I always feel different. Um, Yeah, even coming back and like being really into surfing the last couple of years, like I never grew up surfing because my dad like never really condoned it. Um, But yeah, all my friends did. Like my best friend, Tatiana Weston Webb, is one of the biggest surfers in the world. Oh, cool. Like, I mean, I know obviously a lot of pro surfers here, um, but. I yeah I've I've always felt different even up to I'm 27 now and I'm going through like a new cycle of life and I'm like mm-hmm. damn it doesn't change I'm still the oddball out I'm still I'm still this and yeah. I'm actually beginning to really like it but um yeah I don't I don't I don't know it's it's definitely quite interesting like because even now I surf a lot and I'm like in with the crowd, but I'm not <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I still have very different dreams and, um, aspirations. And I don't know. I think, I mean, I think that the difference, you know, and not being exactly part of the community or whatever is like, is what you said, even about songwriting and like your identity is it's a blessing and a curse. So it's like, you can harness that power and that difference and go run with it. Right. And really like make a bigger impact on the world with um, being a creative. I think being a creative, like there's so many like lost opportunities with, especially like when I see our girls and our teenagers, I'm like, hold on. Like, why are we all trying to conform and look just like these couple people we see like in the media, you know, it's so important that we all keep like our authenticity. And, and even if, you know, that authenticity comes from a place of like hurt or pain, like figuring out how to heal it and like go from there. Cause it, it's, it goes along with what you said of being a singer is the superpower, but some of those pains are superpowers, right? People that grow up like in their quote unquote, perfect little world don't really get it sometimes. And I think sometimes like 27 is not an easy year. That is a fact. (laughs) It is a fact. I think it's like, such a turning point where you really are reflecting and you're trying to figure out like how I can up level and where I want to go. There's like so many ways to like, there's so many forks in the road and 27, I felt for me and Sonia and I have actually talked about this a lot that it's like the year everyone acts like 25 is like, you know, quarter life, but 27, you're a little more mature than 25. And so you kind of were like, okay, what's next for me? And what's the healthy, what's the healthy way? 
Yeah. <laughs> right? That's exactly where I'm at. I'm like, oh, you had to release like the gnarliest autobiography in sonic form for everyone else on the most like iconic hard year of life. Good job, Cassie. That was really karmically something you Hey, 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 it's good. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to give yourself a little break after that creation or what what's I know that was kind of part of your process is rest as well right talk a little bit about that yeah um well to to answer the first question um in a way yes uh so in a way yes but I I am planning on going to Germany this summer I had a very successful song um with a uh German DJ named Armin van Buren uh in the fall of last year and due to pandemic, a lot of things were canceled. So um, I am going to like go out there and plan some shows and just connect with the uh, German audience just because they took so, so well to the song. And I honestly just am like, man, like what an opportunity, like in underneath the rest category, um, I put like active rest, right? And something for me is like, I've never traveled. I have worked my whole life since I got out of high school, since I dropped out of high school and got my GED. Like I worked to do what I'm doing. And, um, I just want to see the world. And I, but I also love, I love to perform and I'm at a very privileged, privileged place now with my career that I can actually book and go and do shows. And so, um, I am going to do a little bit of the, you know, tour planning and just do a couple shows out there. Uh, but just like, I think enjoy for two yeah. months, just go for June and July um, and just see another part of the world. Um, but I think but- that momentum off your album and when you're feeling in a flow, like you're kind of talking about, it doesn't feel draining, right? It's like, the draining is like when you're pushing and you're pushing and you're trying to knock on doors and like beat down doors. So people give you a chance. That's what's hard. But when things, you know, when you hit publish and you know, everybody can listen to your album and people are, you know, raving about it, that's like going to fuel you to go do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you have that energy behind you that it's like what you're saying, kind of like an active rest. Like, yeah, I'm not, at my desk but I'm, I'm definitely picking up inspiration for the next chapter yeah and that's why I think I want to go to like just head out there after you know after the album comes out because I just don't really uh have it in me right now to just go out to LA and knock on a kajillion doors I would rather connect with people that are listening to my music sure. and just build those bonds and, you know, kind of go that route. It's weird. Cause I'm definitely in the position where it feels like I'm, I'm definitely more interested in the flow than I am in the formula. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some people might fault me for that, but that's just the way that I'm choosing to do things in my career and in my life. And it just seems to make me, um, more, uh, it, it seems to give me a better experience of this reality. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think there is a right or wrong. And like you mentioned the word formula and sure there could be one like American Idol or something like that, but it's like, no, thanks. <laughs> Not right now, at least. And 
That's interesting you say that because I remember since Girl Powerful is a nonprofit, we were always giving back even when we barely had anything to our own name, you know? I remember a CMO came up to me at an event and was like, so you're 20, I don't know what it was, probably your age, 27, and you're giving back to the community and beyond. And like, normally people like want to make money first, like what's up with you, you know? But then it all comes around and it's just in a, a different way, right? And you never regret just being yourself and following your heart. You just never do. No, you never do. I mean, especially in the end, I think in the current state, sometimes it can get hard making those hard, hard decisions, but you know, nobody, I, I have a, a really amazing mentor now and um, they're very successful people. And she, you know, always tells me, um, you'll never regret the honest choice. The honest choice will always give you the best answer. Mm. And, um, and yeah, I just, I, I trust that. Like even on my hardest days, which it seems like I'm currently in, cause we're in the push, the real push of the album. Um, I definitely concur with every decision I've ever made in my past. Like everyone that has been the honest one has been the one that's served me best in my life. And that's gotten me to where I am now, you know? Very cool. What do you lean on? Like, I know you mentioned in the song, like rituals, coffee, you mentioned surfing. What other things do you lean on in your day for self-care? Um, I am a big journaler. <laughs> um, I love to journal. I I'm, I'm really, really, uh, serious about my relationship with my planner. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> might sound really silly to people, but you know, I, I literally hustle four side jobs and do my work on top of it. And the only way to show up and be my best self for all of those things is if I'm planned. And so I do take time to do that. I do take time to, um, you know, rest and have affirmative talk with myself. Um, like people might think it's weird that I talk to myself, but oh. What's your favorite, what's your favorite affirmation? What's something that you've used like before going on stage or before surfing or just when you need it the most in the morning? Uh, The one I use before I surf every session. I mean, if I don't do it, I have a terrible session. Um, I I say, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have fun today. And that helps me really just enjoy the ride. Um, And it's actually, that's actually one of the affirmations I feel like I say a lot. Um, but you know, all, all the good ones, like I'm rested, I'm, I'm known, I'm, you know, mm. like I am, I am, I, I just, sometimes I don't like using extra words and I'll just be like, I am, I yeah. am, I am, I am. And that helps me connect with my breath. That helps me connect with my spirit. Um, and you know, the creator and just, yes. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Cassie. That's, that's special. Uh, we're going to end this with our final question that we've asked all of our guests. And that is what makes you feel most alive? Oh, what makes me feel most alive is definitely really opening my eyes and looking at things like 
when I'm walking, really looking at everything, looking at the shapes of this, like the clouds in the sky and like looking at things, looking at people, like being very attentive to what I'm looking at. Um, it makes me feel very present in this world. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful answer. That's really cool. It's really amazing. We've probably interviewed 30, 40 people and no one said the same thing. No one. I love that. Yeah, it's really special. Well, thank you so much. Where can everyone find you and how can we support you? Yeah, tell us, tell us, tell us. Um, Well, I'm just about to launch my website that I just finished with my amazing friend um, at kazij.com. Um, so at, um, if you search kazij.com, you can literally find all of my stuff. Um, but you can also find me at kazij on, you know, all the socials and on Spotify as well. Um, and the best way to support honestly is just to like my music and add it to your favorite playlist. Um, Spotify is the reigning king right now on currency. And if you use Spotify, amazing. But if you use anything else, you know, it's seriously so appreciated. So any way you want to stream me is so appreciated. Oh, well, thank you so much. And we can't, can't wait to see what you do with your voice and your talents and everything beyond that. Good luck. I wish you the best luck and hopefully we can talk again soon. Yeah. Thanks, Teddy. You're so awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.